Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com. And we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. So we have this story, and of course, we're just going to rehash a lot of what happened the other day. So, But there's some stuff I want to say. The Daily Mail is reporting that uh, Trump's fuming over Kanye bringing white supremacist Nick Fuentes to dinner. Ex-president also says Fuentes' views wouldn't have been accepted at Mar-a-Lago dinner if they were brought up. Maybe. I mean, Michael brought up the point earlier that, like, how did this guy get in? Um, yeah, I'm sorry. You, like, you don't get a plus three to meet a president. So, like, and— it's your fault for trusting someone that you shouldn't have trusted. And it's just crazy. You you have to. Here's the thing. I'll defend Trump in the broad sense. He shook hands with Kim Jong-un. I right. Am, yeah. So this is someone who has more blood in his hands than any Nazi, literal Nazi, white nationalist, you know, KKK person in America. The, to this day, this is why they both wrote the book on North Korea, dear reader, because the atrocities going on there are unimaginable. And that was something where you could wrap your head around it because he's trying to liberalize them and advocate for the North Korean people. So when you're president, you're going to be meeting with lots of very many screwed up people. Maybe that was a mistake, maybe not. But the point is, you're certainly handshaking with lots of demonic figures, which I don't think Nick is demonic to, you know, to that level. Point being, even when you're a CEO, right? If you're some, like an- I shook all their hands. Yeah, in a politically- No, but if you're a CEO and you're in a politically sensitive position- and you're having dinner with someone, they ask you, hey, I'm bringing these people. Like, if when they show up, you have to have your guy vet them. But Trump doesn't have assistance? It makes no sense. And if, it, and if he's that sloppy, he deserves whatever blowback he gets. So that I agree with Frush. So uh, uh, Milo's texted me. Wait, can I say one more thing? Hold yeah, on. Yeah, this course, is something that just reminded me. The biggest criticism about Trump for all his years was his staffing decisions. He has Fauci. He's bringing the head of Exxon to be the Secretary of State. He's bringing in swamp creatures. We know what he, you know who, John Bolton. He tried to hire Bill Gates as a science advisor. The the person that he asked for advice to who should be Secretary of State was Condoleezza Rice. That was the first person he asked. This is before he was even inaugurated. She is the queen of the neocons. She was behind the Iraq war. This is who you're calling. So the point being, if your issue with staffing has been a concern through your presidency, and this is something even your strong supporters are like, all right, they, they, they kind of ran the table about you, and they're saying you've learned your lesson. Well, what, now people are just showing up and you're like, okay, cool, whoever he is, I'm fine with it. Like, this should be your biggest issue to fix that, like, I'm going to surround myself with people that I've thoroughly vetted. Hmm, This this was a tremendous uh, smackdown of Trump in so many ways. This dinner, he's reeling from it. Everyone's coming after him about it. And even people on the right are going after him. And that's what was important. The left has tried to demonize Trump. But the right always says, oh, shut up with this bullshit. But the right does not like Fuentes. So this was something more. I want to say, Milo's been texting me, adamant they did not plan for this. 
that um, he feels really bad, didn't mean for it to happen. Uh, it, it, I, looking up some of the details from the flight they got, entirely possible that Ye is wealthy enough that he can command hot crews to pull flights like that. And uh, Ye, one of the richest guys or whatever in the world. And so, you know, Milo's just like, we didn't want that to happen. And I'm just, I just want to make sure I, I say that at least here, because, you know, he, it was it was right towards the end of the show. He mentioned, like, look, I did not expect that to happen. Full, we, we, they left because they worked before him and they didn't want to, like he's out. He's the boss. And full belief. I, I agree. I think that he's being honest because what he didn't do is drama. He didn't go online and make a video about it. Right. Milo's not trying to grope off this. He's just genuinely grope concerned. Yeah. Griff, he's oh, not trying to uh, grape off this shit. Uh, <laughs> but he's obviously cares about you. And that's why he contacted you directly. Oh, I don't know if I ble- <clears throat> believe that. I think um, it's not like he you, wants to you, sleep with you or anything. You just don't want to. You, you don't want to burn bridges. You're not trying. Like you're not trying to be. Yeah, you're not trying to make enemies when you're, But I think he likes you, know. you too. He's a cool guy. You know, he's got. Here's what I want to say because I said this right before we started streaming. Or, 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 sorry, right before we started recording. Milo came on a couple of days after the midterms. I think it was right. The seventh was the midterms, or was it the eighth, eighth or whatever? It was the eighth. So he came. He came on the day after. What a day to come on. We were hoping to get him and Marjorie Taylor Greene at the same time, to be honest. But we couldn't. She's busy. I mean, the midterms happened. Milo basically monologued for two, for an hour and a half. Yeah, about. And uh, there were a few points where Luke and I butted in, and but mostly let him speak because he had five years of this pent up worldview. He he is a talker. He is that that was his thing. He was a character personality. He was a speaker, a commentator, and they shut him out for years. And here he was coming back saying, "Here's what I've seen. Here's what I think. Here's how I feel." Here's how people like me feel. And the chat was like, he's nailing it. He's hitting that head on the nail. He's, he's, he's hitting the nail on the head with the hammer. We want revenge. We feel played. Yep. Trump was our sign of hope. And I was like, this is really, really interesting stuff. At that point, we got hit up by a bunch of people, prominent conservative speakers, saying that was the best podcast I've ever seen. No, no joke. Literally that quote. I'm not gonna say who it was. Big, big names. And they were like, wow. Then I find out a couple weeks later, Milo's now working with Ye and Fuentes and they're saying some, you know, stupid ass shit. And I feel kind of bad. I'm like, man, if Milo did not throw in with them, he'd be on not just a redemption arc, but he'd be a rising star based on that show he did where he explained his feelings. Wait, to clarify. So earlier he said in the press that he was the one who brought Nick to the dinner with Trump, not Kanye. He did. Okay. And he even said it on the show the other day. Ye said, I got in touch after I got, he said, after he got banned for the death con tweet, he got put in touch with Milo because he was told Milo wanted to reach out to him. Then Milo connected him with Fuentes to bring to the dinner. Okay. And that Milo, I think he said he decided not to go. I can't remember what he said. It's so on the show. Kanye said he brought Fuentes. He met him. He liked him. So he brought him to the dinner. My, my point is my, Milo teaming up with this group was i don't get it it was just this three of them like yesterday i've never seen a bunch of gay men so upset since stonewall <laughs> you think so you think yeah is gay well i you saw those rumors I, I mean you saw those rumors online with milo the, with the, uh, of milo saying, saying that it. yeah, yeah. Milo, there's like screen I, I don't like screenshots like i want to see the source but there's screenshots going around where milo is allegedly calling yay gay and, and threatening and, to, to cause harm him to cause harm to him like a legitimate call to harm or something? I think he said he was going to kill him, didn't he? But that's the screen cap, so we don't know if right. this is real. I call shenanigans on screen caps. That's, it's hard to say, because if it's true, it's fucked. But like, I'm not going to believe a screen grab, bro. Did you see uh, MTG disavowed Nick Fuentes? Oh, did she? Yeah. Really? Just before the show. Doesn't uh, my, and Nick and Milo where, where, works on, for her, correct? Yeah. Where, uh, where, it's Twitter? all on Twitter, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah. So just look up MTG and Nick Fuentes, and uh, she came out and publicly disavowed him. It's so wild when you look in Nick's eyes. Man. Not her Twitter, but there's news articles about it. I don't think she's tweeting about it. Oh. But there's a bunch of corporate media articles about uh, but, it. Uh, but tr- and Trump refused to. to refuse to disavow him? Yeah. D- See, that's the thing. Disavow him or disavow the things he said in the past? What's the... Hold, Hold on. Like, I'm looking at the news. Yeah, she spoke at an event. I think the purpose is... And she did disavow him. Yeah. You want racist people to become not racist. Yeah, she that's spoke at point. his event. Right. Oh, okay. You said hours ago she tweeted, of course I denounce Nick Fuentes and his racist, anti-Semitic ideology. I can't comprehend why the media is obsessed with him. Do you actually report real news or just use CNN for your political activism? Have you questioned Democrats that they denounce Israel hating Ilhan Omar? Nice clap back. Yeah, it's right here. Seven hours ago. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I don't know, man. But I, I know Milo is extremely smart. Yes. Extremely driven. And if this was all revenge, it's, this is why I don't like vengeance. Milo came on the show and had everyone cheering for him. So after everything that happened to him with the cancellation and being abandoned, he, he, it, it, this was a rising moment. He could, have, he could have taken this high road. He could have stood up for something that mattered, but instead he decided to go behind that and just throw himself back well, into the mud. I think he felt like it was the high road. He has the opportunity to create a great candidate in Kanye. Um, obviously, he must have been disillusioned with Trump at this, or maybe he thought Kanye and Trump could come together, and like he thought this is the high no, road. I I'm going there, I, and I, Nick has been wronged by the media. I, so I, I can't br- speak for Milo, but I would bet a significant amount of money that he feels that he had he, if he in this part he said explicitly that he was responsible for Trump's presidency, which is not entirely crazy. He really was yeah. a critical figure, and he had nothing to show for it, and yeah. there was no sign of gratitude. You have you know Trump basically saying I don't know who this guy is, so. I'm sure for him, it feels hurtful and humiliating. If Milo, he, he made a mistake, period. And it's unfortunate because either his mistake was letting his emotions drive him towards vengeance when he had an opportunity towards for, for reemergence, or he thought the path towards this was, was going to be to lining up with yay. Or maybe he thinks this is the truth and, and this he's fighting for what he views as the truth. I think so, because he's become deeply Christian lately, deeply religious, and, and Kanye is also, and so is Nick. Like, they talk a lot about Christianity. Or, or is this because he got cast out and was desperately trying to find something to, to, to be a, a part of again? And so, look, I, I can't speak for his experiences, but imagine you're a gay, a gay man who aligns with Trump, you've already cut your, your market share in half, your, your social circle. You're now in the Trump space. You're, right. you're, you're going to have trouble going to cities and going to your traditional gay club, which are going to have pride flags, be very you know, leftist. Then the right casts you out, calling you a pedophile. Where does he go? So what happens? He says he renounces being gay. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He still is attracted to men, but he's not going to act upon it. He is now sodomy free because he wants to follow the Lord. That sounds to me like he was like, I humans need something. Can I, I am I allowed to use vulgar language on this? Of yeah, course. you can say whatever you want. You, you can't like unsuck those dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to label yourself. I think that's what he's kind of getting away from like he's identifying saying, as a certain way. No, I, no, no, no. He said he was still very much gay. Yeah. He said the media saying he wasn't gay anymore was not true. He said he was no longer going to act upon it. He was going to try and follow Christ. Yeah, Restraint. Like, that was a big. Yeah. He said he, he doesn't like women. He still very much likes men, but he is sodomy free. Is he, he still married? I no. don't think so. He he basically said it didn't work out for him. He tried that, and that's how he's learned that he is gay, and this is like his struggle. Like he's his struggle in life that he views as a Catholic is that he is gay, and that's the thing he must overcome in his struggle. Yeah, he came out as very genuine with that because yeah. I thought he was going to literally pretend he's a hick, and he's going to be, "Hey, y'all, <laughs> I'm straight now." And I, I think there's a video of him coming out as straight where he kind of played into that a little bit. <laughs> but that was a couple of months ago. But on the show, he was like, "Hey, guys, you know." I'm being real. And I, and it came off very genuine. Yeah, it did. I, I feel like a lot of this, like, wh- wh- what do you do when you have nowhere to go, when you have no one, when there's no community for you anywhere? You find one. Blame the Jews? Apparently. Start blaming people for it? <laughs> I mean, he was interning for Marjorie Taylor Greene after being basically the dude who, get, who, who, who uh, one of the most prominent figures in Trump's presidency. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. he gets a, t- like, I, you made a really great point that um, he was abused as a kid. And he's talking about it and everyone attacked him for being the victim. Yeah. Like, you know, his view that, of it, they're like, how dare you support that? And it's like, well, he was a victim. And that's because he said he liked it. Is that the big problem? He said it, something like it helped him to understand. Do you remember what I don't the exact verbiage? The, the thing is, the interview was like a year before it came yeah. out. They became a big thing. It was clearly pretty nuanced. Like maybe people didn't like that he was being glib about it. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. the point being, it, it was at the very least... He was someone who had things done to him that should not have been done to him. And even if his views were skewed, they were still informed by being someone who is the victim of abuse. I'm just saying, after that show he did and the response that we got from people, he probably could have found a really, really high paying job or at the very least was months away from. I mean, look, he could be back on Twitter tomorrow. Mm. But what the fuck has he done? Like he's he's look, yay is a very powerful guy, but yay is imploding. And Fuentes has always struggled because of the things he said and, and, and the cancellations yeah. and everything. Why would Milo decide that after all this? Like, I don't know, man. I think he, because he was such a, a victim of cancel culture that he wants to help other people he, that he sees as victims of cancel culture. And so he's gravitated to those two guys because of recent, you know, in the last couple of years, they've been yeah. pretty stomped Maybe. out. Maybe he really is bummed because he thought this was going to work out for him or something. Maybe it will. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, 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 you know, this idea that they were bringing up on the show the other day that people are finally rejecting the hypocrisy of who we're allowed to call out when, when, when Ye brought up uh, the Jews again and then made this point about how, why is it that we can say the black vote, but we can't say Jewish people? It's hypocrisy. You know, we can say there's white people here, but we can't say Jewish people are in the banks. Milo said, it's a hypocrisy that people are starting to, 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 to call out and they're wondering why they can't say these things. And I'm like, bro, you can say the black vote and you can say the Jewish vote and you can say the Mexican vote and you can say the white vote and you can say the female vote. 
But we're not saying black people secretly run the planet but and also, are trying to kill I, but us also, or destroy there's our lives. A li- I'm sorry, there's a little bit of disingenuousness because whether you agree or not, and there's reasons to disagree, you can't pretend you don't understand right. why people are especially sensitive about anti-Semitism. Now, mm-hmm. you could say that the time has passed or it's ridiculous <clears> or whatever, <throat> but like, well, I don't know why this is such a taboo. You do know why. So there's a meme. Someone said, if you uh, insult Muslims, you fear for your life. If you insult the Jews, you fear for your job. If you insult Christians, you fear nothing. This was going viral on Twitter. I think it, I, I can't remember who posted this. Maybe an ALX or something. I don't want to drag anybody. But uh, I, I always do this. People are like, why are you shilling Tim? Why are you shilling Tim? Let me ask you a question, um, Mr. Michael Mouse. How many Muslims are there on the planet? Oh, it's, it's uh, was it a billion? 1.6 maybe. One point, yeah. How many Christians are there? I, it's, is there one? Two, two billion? Is it that? It, wait, it's I thought less. there's no. There's more Muslims than Christians. No, there, there I'm ninety percent sure. You want to pull it up? Yeah, I believe there are. Yeah, I, I don't think it's even close. I think let's, the numbers, let's get the hard numbers. The numbers also going to change really rapidly with the rise of. Uh, Do you have the number? India in it's general. Ah, uh, no, I'm Muslim country. You guys look for Christian. I look for Muslim. Okay, I'll get it in two seconds. Thanks. One point nine seven billion Muslims. Okay, let's do global. Christian population, 2.2 billion oh, Christians. Oh, wow. I was wrong again. Do you yeah. know how many uh, Muslim countries there are with a state religion? Is it 20? So around there. Uh, do you know how many, state, uh, how, many, how many countries have a state religion of Christianity? Probably like, like five. Two, zero. No, it's Vatican, no, no, it's Vatican's going to have them. Oh. No, a lot. A lot have their, their state religion is Christianity. Okay. Uh, or, or they're considered nominally Christian nations to their population. Ah, okay. How many Jews are on the planet? Was it, It's going to be like 10 million? If, if you want to do the diaspora and expand, yeah. how many Jewish countries there's are there? There's one. Is there? You mean there's like one that's in conflict? Israel? Israel, yeah. Right. But it's in active conflict consistently right. since, it, and, and before its creation, how many were there? Zero. So what I tell people is, I think one of the reasons why people are sensitive to this is because, for one, obviously World War II and all that shit, sure. but also you're talking about a very, very small population and- like, why are, why are why, Christians, look, I, 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 maybe it sounds woke or leftist, but Christians make up, are, are all over. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Muslims, they're all over. They're everywhere. Jewish people are microscopic relative to these other Abrahamic religions. So that's, whether you agree with that idea or not, I'm basically pointing out, like, that's the disparity as to why people are like, hey, don't get me wrong. You shouldn't fear for your life because you insulted a Muslim. You shouldn't fear for your life because you've insulted anybody. But this is why, to your point, why some people are, are sensitive to, to these issues. But it's also the idea that th- there's lots of groups that if you insult, you have to fear for your job. Like yeah. if you insult gays. Trans people. Tra- gays, you insult, fear for your job. There's yeah. lots of populations. Black people. Yeah. Well, my question. That's the, that's the, well, let me just point that out. Yay saying this about Jewish people. You know, like, like Roseanne white. is a great example. She didn't, I thought the bitch was white. She makes one joke yep. about Val- Valerie Jarrett. The show is called Roseanne and they right. kicked her off. And they call it, and then the Connors, like, they had her yeah. die. Yeah, they literally killed her. There's, there's that saying that people try and claim was Voltaire, but it wasn't. It was a white supremacist. Right. That um, if, you tr- if, you seek to, uh, if you want to learn who rules over you, look to who you cannot criticize. Yeah. And then they put Voltaire on it, but it's actually that white supremacist. Right. Voltaire would love that. And No, he wouldn't because seven-year-old seven disabled children don't run shit. Right. If you go around saying, fuck those burn ward children, people are going to be like- Or crib death. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. We, like- you, you can't criticize uh, child burn victims or child cancer so patients. I want to talk about the Jewish, this this thing. Like, is there a Jewish or what mafia? If, or, 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 hold on. There was. <laughs> but I, I didn't want to cut it off because the Jews. But it's like, look at, the Jews? Um, look at Sandy Hook. 
Yeah. You can't go after those. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think all of us would agree, regardless of anything about Alex, it's not a good thing to be like, you guys are lying. Your kids never died. And Come and on. and they're like, why is it that, that you know, you, Tim, uh, people were chatting. They were like, Tim bends over backwards to defend, you know, Jews, but he calls out this group. I'm like, bro, I don't like anyone being disparaged based on immutable characteristic. I believe in meritocracy and individualism. That means you can be a gay, black, disabled, lesbian, Jewish woman. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And all that matters to me is do you support free speech? Are you going to fight? Are, are you going to defend the rights of individuals? Or are you going to be a cultist who wants violence against other people? Mm-hmm. Do the, uh, the, I've heard that people say in Judaism that there's... Okay, I've told Judaism, you. Judaism, <laughs> I've heard it I'm going to be times visualizing your face it. in it's my dream tonight. Uh, that they say the Goyim, which are the non-Jewish people, are they like dirty? Like, is there really a thing where they think that they are there to serve the Jewish faith and the Jewish people? Okay, so this is what they're, they're talking about the Talmud. The Talmud is, so in the Bible, the, the Torah, the Jewish Bible, there's 613 commandments. I forget how many there were. It's it's some crazy number. And there's, it's it, you, they really break it down in insane ways. Like, for example, on Passover, you're not allowed to have bread in your house, okay? What if you're sitting in your house and you see a mouse grab a crust of bread and go into the wall. Does this still count as not having bread in your house? Well, what if you see a white mouse run into the wall with a crust of bread and then a black mouse with a crust of bread runs out of your house? Does that count? So they break down these laws in extreme minutia. Mm-hmm. And there's shit in the Talmud, apparently. I have not read it because you have to read in Aramaic, which isn't even Hebrew, the contemporary language. Yeah. So there are these Talmudic scholars, which apparently these anti-Semites also regard themselves as being. And I guess there's things in there that are against the Christians because this was written during the captivity and you're mm-hmm. kind of this slave population. I don't know what's in there. I'm going to assume for the sake of argument that all that stuff is in there. I went to Yeshiva Jew school. I have never in my life, and they're going to accuse me of lying, heard any of this idea that people who aren't Jewish are going to be my slaves or my servants or, or anything like this. This is just, to me, from my personal lived experience, bonkers stuff. I'm sure it's probably in there. You want to hear a friend? Just like in, I mean, just like in the Bible, God tells I'll people to literally eat shit. You want Go to yeah. BiblePoopQuiz.com. Yeah. You want to hear a joke? A joke. Sure. A priest, a rabbi, and a mom. And, 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 how about this? And a mom, a priest, and okay. a rabbi walk into a bar. Yeah. Because they were friends. <laughs> okay. I love that joke. <laughs> okay. I'm still laughing. 
Yeah, Serge is laughing. <laughs> I, I, I'll laugh. It's cool. All right, yeah. I'll, ask, I'll ask a question from earlier again. Is there a Jewish mafia? You said there used to be. So the mafia used to be heavily Jewish. Like people think it's the Italian mafia. It was like Meyer Lansky, all these organizations that they were the ones behind organized crime. It's called Murder Inc. Yeah. Well, so I can title this segment Malice Talks About the Jewish Mafia, says it's real. But sure. <laughs> now, I guess the question is is there a Jewish mafia running the banking industry? If I actually, this is, I went down this rabbit hole because someone's like, look up who runs the banks. And I'm like, that's a good question. So I looked up the 10 biggest banks in America and I looked up who all their CEOs were. And I thought, all right, it's going to be like nine of them are Jews. Everyone reading this should go for themselves. It was, it, I don't remember how many it was, but it was not a huge number. Not a huge number. No. Yeah. Interesting. Is James P. Gorman probably Jewish? Look at his Wikipedia. Go look at the 10 biggest banks. This is Morgan Stanley. He's from Melbourne, Australia. He's the C CEO cha and, and chairman of Morgan Stanley. He's uh, he's a dual citizen, lives in Manhattan. I don't think it says anything about it whether he's- It will say under uh, upbringing. It'll be at the very top, early life. Early life? Yeah, right there. What does uh, it say? Xavier College, bachelor's from- uh, Xavier's Catholic. Uh-oh. Is he Jewish? It's the Catholics. It was the Seamus! Catholics all along. <laughs> Seamus has been pulling the strings the, the whole time. It's not the black Israelites. They're the real Jews. And another Seamus issue does have very shifty eyes. <laughs> another issue so. is that you could be born Jewish uh, to the culturally to Jewish parents bloodline, but not practice the Jewish religion. Correct. And so I whoa, think that whoa. they're different things. They should have different names. Like Brian, <laughs> Brian Moynihan is the CEO of America and Moynihan. That's a Jewish name, right? Oh, very Yiddish. Yeah. Moynihan. <laughs> Moin. Like Moynihan. Uh, so he's, he's Irish. Uh, I think he's he went to he went to Notre Dame. Yeah, but I don't think it's the CEOs of the banks that are running. I think the he's banks. Irish Catholic. I <laughs> really Irish think Catholic, the CEOs yeah. are the ones running the banks. They're hired to to run. The, I guess you could say run them, but they're not like they're running in control they're, they're, of they're, them. Like they're, Jamie, they're yeah. in control of it, dude. That's I don't know how East, much of it they that's own. That's what the East the, stands the, for. The CEO even has authority over, like, well, the owner, it could be complicated. Oh, but the owners, the owners are the shareholders. The shareholders elect board members. Right. Board members hire CEOs, and that means if you're not in a um, voting period, CEOs, the, the board can do shit. The yeah, CEO is like in charge. But the CEO is hired by the owners to no, run no, their company. No, for a they're hired by the board. There is no owners. The, the board is part well, of they're, the they're, ownership. So they're, they're, they're shareholders. Right. It's not like he, it's not like there's 10 owners. And, right. Well, right. It's the board. The board is the main ownership of the company. No. No. Or, the board represents the shareholders. The shareholders are the owners. The shareholders have nothing to do with the day-to-day -day operations of the company and, and where they put money. The board doesn't either. The board will appoint a seat, will hire a CEO, and then that's when they vote. And then the CEO for the year does whatever the fuck they want. Ian, what does the E stand for? Executive. Right. So he's the one who executes the business. Yeah, but if the owner doesn't like it, they can fire him. But there is no owner. Well, you hire, like for Subverse, you had a different CEO than you. You were the owner. Someone else was the CEO. I was the CEO. Until you hired another person to become the CEO. Tim is in a multinational bank. Or at some point you were considering doing that. And then you could have fired them at any moment's notice because you're the owner of the company. Okay. okay, you can always hire someone else to Ian, be your CEO. Ian, Ian, you are wrong. No, I'm not. You can hire someone to be your fucking CEO in a company. Of course you, you can. Are you're the owner. The subject. I'm saying just because the guy's a CEO doesn't mean he runs the company. He might be executing current mandates and shit, but the owners are the people that who that, owns Bank of America. I don't know. I don't the know how deep do you go? BlackRock. Yeah. And how? What percentage do they own? Like 18, 19. They can't affect operations. They can vote to elect board members. 
The board then convenes, and it may be 10 or so people. It could be less. It could be five people. Then they vote on who they're going to hire as CEO. The chairman of the board may have more power. depends on the corporate structure. But when the CEO is hired, they, are, they can't do shit about it until they vote. The board does it. it, it, it uh, uh, let me pause. It's very possible that Bank of America's corporate bylaws specifically say the chairman has supreme authority to fire the CEO at a moment's notice. Maybe. But it's very, very unlikely in most corporate structures. The board, wait, wait, especially when you're dealing with an organization the size of like Citigroup, it's right. going to be they want stability. Right. Yeah. So what happens is the board will convene uh, at certain points in the year. Sometimes they're not even paid. They will then say, I think we should have this person be the CEO. And they do. The CEO then is the chief executive officer who has final say on everything. In fact, the person who actually runs the company is not the CEO. Do you know who it is? Who? The COO. Oh, right. Okay. The chief operating officer actually takes all the actions to execute the vision of the CEO. But the CEO typically might not even be involved in day-to-day operations. They usually are, but it's probably like this. The COO says... Here, we're going we're gonna to do all these things. I'm going to go meet with these managers. You, get off your ass. Start filing those paperwork. Hey, over here. Then he calls up the CEO and says, we got this done. We got this done. We got this done. Get, we got this done. Looks good. See you tomorrow for golf. Yeah, the CEO's been delegated to make decisions for everybody, basically. The as CEO long as they roll, have that role. Has the final say on everything. The chief operating officer actually takes the actions of the COO, uh, of the CEO, and the, the CEO runs it. The board members can eventually vote to fire the CEO later. And then the shareholders can say, that was a huge fuck up. We're voting the board out. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The shareholders are the owners of the company. Board members are there to represent the shareholders and decide who should be running management and things like that. Uh, Twitter, for instance, Dorsey, I think they rehired him as the CEO at some point. And he didn't do anything. Yeah, he only owned like 3% of the company at the time. He had no power. He was yep. the CEO, but he had no power. So That's you couldn't, true. don't look at Dorsey's race or religion and say that Twitter's a that race company because the CEO is that race. That's my point. Oh, I completely agree. And I think it's insane that they're like, Elon Musk works for the Jews. And so I'm who like, owns BlackRock? Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Okay. So I, if, if you can't look at the CEO or COO of Twitter to determine whether or not this person is Jewish, who would you want to look at to determine that the Jews are oh, running Twitter? Look, oh, that the company is a Jewish company, you yes. mean? Before, before the show, I made a point about cancellation or something. I can't remember exactly what was said. And then Yay Media went like, that's just like what the Zionist Jews do. And I went, you mean the woke SJWs? Because these are white people. They're like white, secular city people. And then he just like shrugged it off, I guess. But I immediately was like, is that what he thinks? He thinks that the white American secular people are Jewish people. But there's a lot of overlap. He's not entirely long. You're going to have a lot of Jewish population in these cities. So you're going to have a lot of Jewish representation when it comes to wokeism. But, but to have those things be regarded as synonymous is not true. My, my point is that when we talk about the woke cult, there's black people. Yes. There's people of all different backgrounds. 
Mm-hmm. When when he hears that, he just hears it's all Jewish people. That's right. the problem so with what he's saying. He it, can't understand. In, in their uh, worldview, there's three types of people. There are <sighs> people like them who understand the Jewish problem. There are the Jews who are running everything. And there are people who are Jewish controlled. Yeah. So... Of those two groups, only of those two groups, of the three, only two really understand or have minds of their own. And it's like, this is not falsifiable. Did you hear what he said? He was like, look at Obama. Rahm Emanuel's right there. Trump, Jared Kushner's right there. And I'm like, congratulations. You've played Where's Where's the Jew, I guess. But what does that mean? But they also didn't have equivalent positions. So it would be make more mm-hmm. sense to compare Rahm Emanuel, who's chief of staff, to Rens Priebus, who was chief right. of staff. So. You know what I get? It's, 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 and it's I, also, the, I also love the idea that Obama and Trump each had like one person that they listened to. <laughs> and that one person happened to be the Jewish person in the White House. Like what? That, like there was no cabinet. There were right. no advisors. Trump never hired Bolton. Bolton's or, or Bolton must be Jewish. Uh, 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 Sheldon Adelson was, was secretly in control of everything the whole right, time. Right. I, I get concerned that thinking that there could possibly be a group of people that control and own BlackRock, State Street, like literally like a small group, 10 people, and that to think that they might be of a certain religion and then they're like, no, if they're not of our religion, get them out of here. We don't want them. Like, that's disgusting. But then I'm hearing all these crazy conspiracy theories and they're like, last week's conspiracy theory is tomorrow's news. And I'm like, am I going to find out that there was like a a religious cabal that was excluding people of the non-religion? Like, I don't want that to be the case. But the the people that you're worried about, these kind of internationalist globalist Jews, they are much more concerned with this kind of progressive internationalist globalist ideal than with their kind of Jewish identity. That's the kind of another thing that people like Kanye get wrong. When you look at, you know, the people who go to Davos and the the World Economic Forum, their allegiance isn't to someone who's orthodox, you know, someone who's got the yarmulke on or the Ben Shapiro's of the world. It's not at all. Their allegiance is to their own power and to their internationalist cult. Is this like when Jesus went into the temple and started flipping tables? Because he's like, you're fucking Jewish, but you're trying to make money off of people? Yeah. Yeah, he should be coming out saying the women are after him. Yo, Mm. it's women, man. It's women because the media is 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 dominated by female. Journalists tend to be female. Mm-hmm. Democrats tend to be female. So all that stuff that's coming out, I guarantee you, written by women. Hey, Kanye, you want to know who they are? Women. I think you were right when you were saying that identity identity politics is bullshit. At one point, identit- identitarianism or something came not up. Completely. Here, a, a not completely. There's there's a place for it. Here's the other thing. The, right. the, I'm, the, I'm, I don't I don't throw identity politics out the window completely. I'm saying identitarianism is a problem in a lot of ways. But, identity politics in some ways are good. Here's the thing. The the biggest, most effective anti-immigration nationalist politician was Stephen Miller, who was Jewish. The biggest critic of Israel by far in the Senate is Bernie Sanders. So if you're going to make the argument that all Jews or powerful Jews all have the same worldview, you can't reconcile that with these two figures. I said before the show, and there might be way, this might be a bigger deal than I thought, is that the people that are doing this that happen to be Jewish and they're trying to run the world's economics— are just saying they're Jewish. They're just using that as a mask. They're like, not even was, saying it. They're hiding from it. Mm. And they're betraying the faith with their actions. Like, is it is it against the faith? I, like, I know you're not, you look say at, you're not a scholar. I know that. Look I'm not at a Jewish scholar. Look, look, at, look at Obama, right? Obama claims that when he was in university, he found Christ. And, and that's why he was proselytizing all this, all this time in the churches. If you ask most Christian Christians, do you think Obama is someone who lives his life in a godly manner and who is someone who's sincere in his belief in Christianity? And, so, and that informs his worldview. I think most of them would say, okay, that's very much secondary to his vision of progressivism. And it's the exact same phenomenon.
in my opinion. What'd you get? No, I was just looking up the CEOs of other companies. I think so, too. I think it happens to be greedy people that are, maybe they're Jewish or not, I don't know, and that it's getting conflated, and they're like, the Jews are the problem, what, but we got to have this conversation what, publicly. What he's, what, he's, what, what he's being tricked into doing is saying, when he says Jewish people are after him, he's, this, this is what I thought from the Lex Friedman episode, what, what I had heard, that he was saying, there are people after me who happen to be Jewish. That 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 was so when when that's when that first came out that he said this stuff, I was like, is that was that what he was trying to say? Someone someone I, th- I think I saw online somewhere people were, like they were saying yeah yeah that's actually what he that's, clarified. That's what he said, and even said on the on the podcast, I mean, it seemed as though there were particular owners of particular media companies that happen to be Jewish that I am angry with, and that's why using the word they're Jewish. So I'm, he's attacking the Jews and saying. But so, then he but, kept saying, "Who are they?" And right. I was like, "The corporate press," and he's like, "I'm like, bro." Yeah, Vice. I, I I said this to him, but this is why I think it's bullshit. I think he staged it because before the show, I said Shane Smith, the billionaire CEO of Vice Media, that is woke, leftist, writing smears about you. That dude's Irish from Canada, and he is a billionaire. Like, how do you explain he has all this power in media? Mm-hmm. He's the one that everyone they were sucking his dick. Disney, Hearst, all of these companies were going to Vice saying, "Please tell us how to run the show," and they gave Vice whatever they wanted. He's not Jewish. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking insane. Do you guys think we could have this conversation on YouTube? Yeah. Just like as we just did. I mean, maybe I'm minus swearing. This, a little bit less. Swearing's swearing. not the, that the bad The reason I can't have this conversation is because I can't win. So if I agree with something that one of these people says, then they like me and I'm a cool dude. But as soon as I say something that they, that they disagree with, oh, should have known better, he's Jewish. Right. So there's no, I don't have space to have my own opinion except insofar as I see things that, as they do and agree with things as they do. So it's like, there's no place for me to go. You were saying you thought there could be a reformation where you treat the religion of Ju- Judaism different oh, than the right. culture of Judaism. Thank you. Uh, it's not a reformation, but I mean, this is a big conflict among Judaism, meaning like there are people who are nominally Jewish, but they it doesn't inform their worldview at all. Uh, they use it as a shield when necessary. And it's like, what are you bringing to the table in terms of this informing who you are as a person and being a good person? Let's wrap it up there. Let's do it. Michael, it's always always a blast having you around. Next year in Jerusalem. We're looking for, yeah, yes, absolutely. Shalom or something like that. I want to go to the wall, man, the wailing wall. Yeah. Feel that energy. Yeah. Right on. Uh, Talk to Taylor. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out, making it all possible and uh, being a member. We'll see you all next time. Cheers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.